Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast with Jim Jim and Nobby. We're here. If you want to contact us, you can. Your WhatsApp us for anything at all. 87 Get them into us. Billy Eilish tickets, as I mentioned, is are coming up today. You get your chance to win those throughout the day. Somewhere on the strawberry, we'll play Billy. And uh, also, Jason Manfred is on the show today. Very funny man. He's coming to Vicar Street. He's coming to Ireland to do a few shows, uh, but at least one in Vicar Street. Uh, right, let's talk about last night. Let's kick it off with that, will we? Um, Burn a pow is a good headline. You blew it. Uh, <laughs> good headline of the star. Uh, car crash. Uh, Kareem Benzema, of course, and Rodrigo break City's hearts in the craziest end to a match ever at Pep's, as Pep's men had one foot in the Paris final. Uh, I remember there was a similar kind of, well, it wasn't as, it wasn't as exciting as that one, but it was similar between Spurs and Man City in the Champions League a few years ago. I don't know if you remember that. And it was down to the, the wire, and Spurs just about edged it. It just uh, went, oh, it was incredible. It wasn't as incredible as last night. You have to feel sorry a little bit for Man City fans this morning. That was the <laughs> I, people were tweeting. We're 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 going to Paris, and uh, it was a little bit. Never never tweet anything. That, that, that's 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 my advice for today. <laughs> if you take one thing away, just don't tweet things. Um, yeah, incredible stuff. So yeah, they had it in the bag, and then bang bang, sort of Man United style. Back in the day, with when they when the Oli Gunnar Solskjaer did the same similar thing for uh, Man United when he scored twice, incredible stuff. Um, so that is the the massive story uh, in the sport world this morning. Everybody's talking about that. It's huge. Um, footwear is in focus for men. Men are splashing out more on buying shoes than women, uh, with trainers topping the list. Latest research shows that uh, while women still own more pairs, women's collections are more expensive, costing an average of. 1,035 euro 1,035 euro I do know a lot of guys who are buying much more expensive you know it's it's gone into that sort of it's gone into the realm of like, people having their trainers on shelves rather than you know hidden away <laughs> with, with with backlights now you would think that's people like uh, Macklemore or, you know you know Jason Derulo that, they're the kind of people no Normal guys. Do you want to come and see me for a wear collection? No, you're Grant. You're you're, you're Grant. Um, let's have a gander now. Look at this. No, no, I don't want to go there. No, dear, no. Now we mentioned this story yesterday. Uh, just as we finished up, that um, Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage. He was rushed by a man. Now, the, so that happens. I've seen that happen at gigs. People get on stage. Overexcited fans. They try and touch the person that they're obsessed with. This wasn't like that. This wasn't a fan who was coming at him in a kind of friendly way. He went at him kind of rugby-style tackle kind of way. And Chappelle's a big guy. He kind of... He took a brunt, but he didn't fall over. And then the stage got swarmed by people. Security. 
one of the people who swarmed the stage was Jamie Foxx. Um, Dave Chappelle was recording his Netflix special. Uh, he does this thing where it, uh, he, he does a kind of a, a weekend of stuff. There's some amazing bands come and reunite. There's always surprises. There's great music over a few nights. And then I think on the final night he does a stand-up show and all his friends are there. And um, Jamie Foxx was one of them. This guy was armed. He had a gun on him and a knife. Now, security didn't know that at the time, but the um, the footage is kind of it's a little bit freaky because there is a kind of bang. I don't know if there was a gun or anything like that, but uh, stand-up comedian Dave Chappelle was attacked on stage by a man armed with a knife that was stashed inside a replica gun. Okay, Isaiah Lee, who's 23, was arrested after the rugby tackled the US comic for the Netflix is a joke festival on Tuesday. Um, the attack on the 48-year-old came after he joked about increasing security following his controversial comments about trans people last year. Uh, it comes in the wake of Will Smith cl- slapping Chris Rock. Now, Chris Rock was actually there and he came out while Chappelle was kind of, you know, still kind of shocked by what had happened, but he was laughing about it. And uh, Chris Rock grabbed the mic and said, was that Will Smith? And that got a big laugh. But uh, I don't know. Now, this is the thing. This is all being filmed for Netflix. Like, you have to wonder, are they going to leave that in? Probably not, but you'd watch it if they did, wouldn't you? I mean, but I mean, you know, on a more serious note, like as I said yesterday, you can't have a situation where any performer is attacked for what they're saying. Because, like, comedians often are saying things they don't actually believe. They're, they're, just, they're trying to be funny. They're, they're jokes. So uh, this, this thing of now two comedians... Two high-profile comedians being attacked. That's different than a Muppet heckling. That, that's in a place we don't want to go. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of scary stuff. Um, Fair City fans are very upset, and rightly so. Fair City fans were left fuming after the show was taken off air for the last two nights. Uh, scheduling conflicts meant that Carrickstown drama clashed with the Champions League. So, as you can imagine, they were devastated to have two of the most exciting football matches of the year happen on those nights. But they will be back. Uh, It it will be back. That's good news for the Fair City fans, if you want to tell them later. If you see them at a bus stop. And, uh... Won't go there. No, yeah, yeah. And Robbie Williams uh, is decided... He's got a a film about himself. um, And he's very excited about this film that's coming out. It's going to be... They, they think he could do for him in the States because he never really broke the States. He lives in the States because nobody really knows who he is. Um, but this movie, if it takes off, it's about his life and it's about all his music. If it takes off, it could it could have that sort of injection into album sales and streams that uh, Elton John and Queen experienced with their biopics. It seems a little bit young to be having a film about him just yet. Like, yeah, he was in a band and yeah... He's good, but like, you know, <laughs> the other the other ones have sort of had full li- fuller lives. But anyway, we'll find out what happens. Will it make him a big star in the states? It is the strawberry alarm clock. It's FM one hundred four. Stay with us. It's Thursday morning. It is the strawberry alarm clock. It's FM one hundred four. That's my favorite Harry Styles song now. It's brilliant. And the very start of it with the little kid who starts talking, I love it. Who is that? Is it a relation of his or something? It must be. It's good, isn't it? Hi, Harry. Hi, Harry. How you doing? Can we say hello to you? I um, I used to do that. I used to use my nephews and nieces on jingles and stuff years ago. 
and have the, cause their voice is like hello everybody <laughs> um, so you just met somebody that changed your day yeah do you ever, do you ever have that so I went for coffee uh, just during news there and this guy with long black hair he looked like a younger Ozzy Osbourne that's the only way to describe him American accent and I'm wearing a H&M jumper which is a, it's 20 quid it's a Keith Herring jumper he's a famous artist that famous artist knows. yeah you two use all his stuff on their stage shows yeah. and he just stopped and he looked at me and he was like I used to go for drinks with him with Keith Herring and I'm like <sighs> who is Keith Herring and then I realised I'm wearing my jumper today my funky jumper and um, I just started having a conversation with him so it turns out this guy is actually famous in his own career that he works with music so the like if Dua Lipa's over there or if so he's uh, doing something to do with music he's in the three arena today wow real, he's a, he had a New York accent and like real confident in his look long black hair that's all gel down real funky looking when I'm his age I want to look like him right. type guy and do you know when you just have a presence with somebody he walked out and I went yeah, I said to Christina in, in Insomnia who is your man there's with certain people as they say they're windswept and interesting kind of thing so like there's certain people who just kind of go whoa there's something they, they're famous they might look like they're not but you just get this vibe off them don't you yeah I don't know what it was I just, and he started talking about places in the Olympia and um, he was talking about backstage there's a wild duck I think is down there and he said there's a, a photograph of Keith Herring down there yeah and again I know nothing about this guy I like the jumper it was 20 quid and that was it and recently people have started telling me stuff about him yeah but yeah, I'd love to know more about him because Christina in, in, in Insomnia said to me there, yeah, he comes in every once in a while. He blows us all away with, you know, oh, I'm over here for blah, blah, blah. I flew over to Australia. I flew to France to do a gig and then went back for a few days. I'm staying around here yeah. and then he's gone and then he comes back again. That happens. Like that's, I think that, that kind of nearly defines what Dublin's like. You, you, every so often you bump into someone in Dublin and you, you're chatting to them and kind of go, there's something... And then you find out later on, you know who that was? <laughs> no, who was it? I, that happened to me, like, you know, there's bars. I mean, like, you know, you know yourself, like Grogan's is a place where people just start talking to you. And I remember I was with my missus and this uh, lovely girl sat down and because there was nowhere to sit. And we said, you can sit there, it's fine. And we just started talking to her. It turns out she was like a massive Hollywood star. Wow. And we were chatting to her and just, you need to go here. And have you gone there? No, have you gone? Go for a walk up here. Chatting away. And she was with us for about an hour and then she was gone. And I can't remember now what her name was. <laughs> but like, I remember I remember when she was putting her jumper on. Her jumper, like, she had this unbelievable cardigan you don't see people wearing. Like, you, you never see anybody in Dublin wearing this thing. It was just like, wow, that's an amazing. This cardigan had no back on it and had these mad arms on it and this big collar. And it was like, that looks kind of expensive. And she, she just looked kind of. She's very kind of cool, isn't she, this one? And then when she left, it was like, do you know who that was? Now, I still don't know who it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> it went one in and out. The other. Really, is it? Yeah, she's famous. She's super famous. She was in the film with the thing and your man. And oh, yeah. Now, I did go home and Google her and find out. I was like, that's her. Look at her. Look. But I've forgotten who it is. But, but that's she what she really liked about you because the fact that you were just chatting to her as a normal person. Yeah, because she was a bit standoffish at first because I, I think she thought, oh, here we go. But she wouldn't be in a place like that you know, if if there was going to be, if she was looking for people for attention, because like you know, it's the kind of it's the kind of place everyone would just throng around her. Like we we're only talking about it yesterday, people going up to people, famous people in pubs. I think I think Dublin pubs and cafes are very different. That you know, I think celebrities flock to them because they know that we won't go over and go. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I saw Rob Beckett in a hotel <laughs> one day. I just saw his teeth first of all. I was like, who's your man with yeah, the turkey teeth? Yeah. And then I went over and I was like, ah, oh, that's Rob Beckett. Everyone just walked by and went, there he 
stairs and kept walking. Wow. It was nice. It was nice. I was talking to, I was with a lot of people, a lot of friends, and uh, I was talking to this guy, this man, and uh, kind of an older guy, and he was just chatting to me about sports or something, whatever was on. The, and uh, I was chatting away and I had him laughing. And we had a good old laugh for about 20 minutes. And then I came back and they were like, do you know who that is? And again, I forget who he was now. <laughs> but they, I said, no, who is it? That is like, he's a multi, multi-billionaire. He like, you, you had him laughing, like having a great old crack. He owns whatever. Yeah. He owns Poland or whatever it was. It's just like this guy is huge. And you were just chatting away. So, uh, yeah, you never know in Dublin who you're talking to. And I feel like my day's completely set now because yeah. I want to know more about this fella. Yeah. And I'm going to be watching out in Somni now every morning at seven o'clock. He's probably sitting in his limo somewhere going, I was talking to a fella. <laughs> he's getting coffee. I think he's a media guy. Let's get this guy a job yeah, and he's back go. to Insomnia and I'm not there. That's how it happens. <laughs> yeah. All right, stay with us. It is the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Who has been the person that you bumped into that made you go, your mates all said, do you know who that was that you were talking to? And you didn't know at the time. It's the strawberry. It's FM4. Okay, so Lady Gaga's uh, huge impact on the Top Gun Maverick, which Crossy told me uh, only a few hours ago is one of the greatest films ever made in the last three years. This is according to a lot of reporters who went to see it. So not me. I haven't seen it just yet. Yeah. But uh, a couple of people in London were showing it recently. And they all walked out going, oh, this is the reason why Paramount haven't, you know, haven't released it during COVID. They waited until the credits came back. It's that good. It's that good. This is going to change your life. Anyway, James Corden asked the Top Gun Maverick star. It just seems weird. It does. It's James Corden asked the Top Gun Maverick star Tom Cruise about working with Gaga and how she delivered a song that really impacts the film. We're in a place in the movie where we'd shot it. We're, we're still doing pickups when we were in England and went to Hans Zimmer, who's also composed, and Harold Fultemeyer and Lauren Balf, and there was just a sound and something we were, we, were, we were looking for. I just, it wasn't right. And, you know, she presented her song to us, and it, it just opened up the whole movie. I just, uh, she's amazing. And it, it just opened those doors to the emotional core of the film that we had, and, and just, it, it's like that moment in... Things just came together in such a beautiful way. Her song that she'd written just fell right in and became really the underlying score and the heartbeat yeah. of our film. She's it's amazing. It's so brilliant. Wow. I wouldn't be surprised. You heard it here first. <laughs> if he came to Dublin. What do you mean? I wouldn't be surprised. He he tours every movie everywhere. Oh, and he yeah. he loves Ireland. He, he would, if the premiere's on, on a Thursday, Friday or Saturday, he's going to be here. So didn't he live here with Nicole years and years ago? Oh, yeah. For Interesting a few character. Months. Yeah, he does hold a room there. Like, you know, like everyone's just listening to what he, he, when he speaks. There's a few people who can do that. Very good. Um, uh, Harry Styles has shared a video of his YouTube channel unboxing the vinyl version of his upcoming album, Harry's House. It's his goddaughter, by the way. Could be his niece, according to two people. Uh, here is the epic footage of an unboxing, which is <laughs> one of the most boring things you can watch. But I find myself watching them anyway. Hey, you guys. So if you just joined us, this is Harry Styles unboxing his own vinyl album. On radio. On radio. There you go. <laughs> Alright, yeah, there he is. He's still unboxing. Yeah, you can hear birds in the background just if you've just joined us. Harry Styles is opening his own vinyl album. Jeez. <laughs> 
Uh, Harry Edwards styles. Was that Will Smith? This is what Chris Rock said. So Dave Chappelle was attacked. He's on stage and uh, very serious because the guy had, uh, a, I think, a fake gun and a knife and he tried to rugby tackle Dave, Dave Chappelle who seems like a really big man. Like, I, I've never been in the same room as him but he looks well over six foot and he's 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 put together and uh, he didn't knock him down and... Uh, a video posted on TikTok showed Rock joining Chappelle on stage after the security had got the man and taken him away, and this is what happened. Was that Will Smith? So that's, the, that's officially uh, Chris Rock's first joke about it. Because <laughs> even when he did his own stand-up, he didn't say, I'm not talking about it. And I think that's going to be Which is worrying Is that going to be a thing now For comedians If you don't agree oh, with no, them you can't You can't get down that road I'm trying to think Who else Like Irish comedians I was talking to a few people recently And they're like We don't want that You know We like hecklers But we don't want somebody Coming up and If you disagree with them Go up and No No And you don't want Muppet hecklers To think this is a thing now um, Right so Crossy uh, You exclusively uh, Spoke to Benedict Cumberbatch um, yeah, and Elizabeth Olsen. So she's in the new Doctor Strange movie. She's unreal, lads. If you count, it's out, it's out today. But I asked her about Benedict Cumberbatch. I wanted to know was he a bit of crack and a bleeding messer? And she latched on to a couple of words that I said. Uh, I saw Benedict Cumberbatch earlier uh, at a BAFTA thing, and I didn't think he was a messer, but he really is up for the crack all the time. Was he like that on set? <laughs> okay, different crack in Ireland means fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Messer and yeah, sure. I, those were new terms for me. Um, uh, yes, he is really fun. Yeah, he, he really is. And he's also, um, he speaks very quickly and he's very smart. And so I'm I'm like hanging on by a thread when I do an interview with him, just figure out what am I supposed to say next? What am I supposed to say next? Um, but yes, he's really enjoyable to be around. And um, he's he's got a great energy and I, I wish... I wish he and I get to do more um, press opportunities together because it ends up being, you know, almost more fun and playful than than the filming itself. Wow. <laughs> and then, then Doctor Strange tried to get through the wall in the studio we were talking to her. It was just crazy. He's trying to drill through the wall. Yeah, it was mad. Uh, she also believes that Marvel fans, this isn't a spoiler now, but Marvel fans will be shocked by the ending of the movie. It can't be a spoiler because we don't know. I think so. I do think that is, I think this movie ends in a surprising place. If it is the ending that I was that I thought I filmed, you know, you never really know. I haven't seen it yet, but wow. I assume if it's the ending that I thought was um, we were a part of, then yes, I, I I hope so. Wow! If you're a Marvel fan, it is going to blow your mind and bring the Marvel universe into a brand new chapter. Well, I tell you what blew my mind yesterday the uh, the, the the trailer for Obi Wan. Oh man, I'll bring it. To, I'll tell you about it in the next dish. It looks class. As soon as I saw it, I thought of you. I was like, you're oh. going to love this. <laughs> it was like, come here, this is, the trailer's here. Do you want to see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my house yesterday. Right, it's the Strawberry Alarm Clock. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. It's 
time for some strawberry messages, including a song about tomatoes. And if you like Harry Styles, you're going to like this. Hello, I'm Harry Smiles. I'm a dentist originally from Worcester in England, but currently residing in the Dublin 15 area. Come round to Harry Smiles Dentistry today and get lost in my eyes as I get stuck into your mouth. I'll even show you me tattoos, tell you the story of my life and sing sweet nothings in your ear as you drift off under general anaesthetic. Harry Smiles knows what makes you beautiful. A nice set of new dentures. Harry Smiles Dentistry. I'll make sure your teeth all face in the one direction. Marvel's latest movie is so good, we can't possibly tell you what it's about. All we're allowed to say is that there's a man in a cape with lots of special effects and loud noises. These punters were asked what they thought of the movie directly after being told they weren't allowed to give away any spoilers about the movie. Yeah, there was a lad in a cape. There was loads of special effects here. And it was very noisy. He rescued a cat from a tree. No spoilers. Marvel's new movie, Man in a Cape, coming soon. Some people ask me, what's your favourite vegetable? And I say to them, well, it's red and has seeds in it. And it's actually a fruit, not a vegetable at all. And then we all laugh. And they say, tomato! You can have them with a noise risotto. Throw them in a salad, you have got all. I'll eat a million if we won the lotto. Tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. Whether they're fresh or in a tin, they can be your very best friend. Tomatoes. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Let's go. Hey, Tiesto. Hey, Tiesto. It's Ava Max. Dublin's Hit Music Station. FM 104. Tomato. Tomato. Let's do this. 10 questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euros. FM104's Instagram with MissQuote.ie Committed to delivering great value car insurance. See what you can save at MissQuote.ie Okay, Danielle, you are in Blanche. Good morning, Danielle. Morning. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Do you think it's going to get sunny today or do you, th- do you think it's going to stay? Um, rain overcast? No, not by the looks of it with that cloud. Eights, nines and tens, I'm told. Yes. Sometimes. Now, don't start getting worried about it. I am. I'm very nervous. Give us a confident yes, eight, nines, and tens, Jim. Thank you very much. <laughs> Have you ever sent in a ten and got an emoji back? No, I haven't actually. I'm usually driving the kids to school when it's on. I'll so accept it. I'll, I'll, I'll accept a ten up till ten o'clock in the morning. If you oh, get a ten, okay. you're too busy, everybody. You send in that WhatsApp, and I'll, if it's before ten a.m. and I see a ten, I'll send you back a, a gift or a gif. Do it next time. I get a ten. Do it. All right, look, uh, we had a win yesterday. We're hoping for two in a row. 
It can happen. Um, only happened on the jam last week, I think. There was two in a row. Are you ready go to play? Go easy on me. I, well, it's all predetermined, but yeah, we'll go easy on you. Okay. Yeah, Dal. <laughs> Are you ready to play? I'm ready, yeah. Let's do it. The game starts in three, two, one. Which Dublin suburb is nicknamed the Brack? Uh, Bailey Brack. What fictional borough of London is EastEnders set in? Walford. Sank is the French word for which number? Five. In what decade was Dua Lipa born? 90s. True or false, Justin Timberlake once dated Kourtney Kardashian? False. How many royalty cards are there in a, a standard deck of cards? Four. Who has more Instagram followers, Ed Sheeran or Harry Styles? Ed Sheeran. In the TV show Friends, what was the name of Ross's monkey? Marcel. In which US state is the city of Las Vegas? Nevada. And what film was Benedict Cumberbatch nominated for Best Actor at this year's Oscars? Oh. I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, look, you did very well. Um, you got a couple wrong. Let's go through it. Yes, uh, the Brack. Go on, the Brack. Dublin suburb, yeah. Ramblers Rest. How are you? Walford, five. 1990s. Dua Lipa was born in 1995. She's 26. Uh, True or false? Timberlake never dated uh, Kourtney Kardashian. I think they know each other, though. Um, There are 12 royalty cards in a standard deck of cards, yeah. (coughs) There's uh, Jacks, Queens and Kings. And, of course, there's three fours. You know what I mean? Um, Ed Sheeran has less followers than Harry Styles on Instagram. Ed has only 38.1 million, but Harry Styles is 44.5. So it's pretty good. Um, Marcel was correct. Uh, Las Vegas is in Nevada. I always remember that from The Killers because Brandon Flowers always goes, coming to you live from the beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. I always just, always thanks to him. He should be teaching <laughs> geography. Remember. And Power of the Dog was the Benedict Cumberbatch movie. Massive. Oh, okay. uh, Netflix's big stormer at the at the Oscars this year. Uh, you got seven today, Danielle. No, not bad. It's pretty good. I'll try again. Yeah, do. Okay, listen, enjoy. Have a good day. All right, thanks. We'll Ian. give you a strawberry long clock cuddle mug, all right? Perfect, thank you. You sound a bit disappointed. I, well, the kids aren't very happy. No, <laughs> oh, well. Well, Jim, we yeah. have cinema tickets to now. movies at Dundrum or Swords if you want them. Hey, kids. I'll put you on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the kids, we have cinema passes for your your ma to bring you to the cinema at movies Thank at Dundrum or Swords. Thanks. Thanks, yeah. We're impressed now, huh? <laughs> they're very excited. <laughs> they're very they're very excited now. A little, little, little sweetener there, okay. Okay, thank you. Cheers, so Danielle. Much. Kids in the car, kids in the car, everyone is a little star. Early on the strawberry, the chat to Jim and Nobby. Kids in the car on FM 104. All right, the kids were asked, could you send us in uh, something that you could wish for if you could have only one wish? Now, as far as I know, I've checked. I don't think you can wish for more wishes, but most kids do. So let's see what happened. Let's see what let's see what they said today. Because I love them. 
Let's go again on that. Sorry, I'm sorry. I missed your, missed your, who do you love? What do you love? Hi, I'm Mama and I wish to meet a panda because I love them. Oh yeah, I love a panda. I love a red panda too. They're my favourite animal, I think. My name is Millie and I wish for lots of Roblox gift cards. Bye. Yeah, they're expensive to buy. So. Hi, Jim, Jim and Abby. Hi. Um, my name's Claudine. And my name's Kyle. And our wishes would be... Mine would be a trip to Disney World. And mine is a million wishes. All right, bye. A million wishes. They might they might talk you down to half a mil, I think, there, Kyle. Hi, my name is Keegan, and if I had one wish, it would be for the Ukraine to win the war. Ah, win the- lovely stuff. That'd be nice. That's a nice wish. Five, and my name's Oscar, and I wish for a dog. A dog? What kind of dog? You never said. Hi, Jim. My name is Romeo, and I, if I had a wish, I would help all the Ukrainian people. Very good. Still a lot of kids that's in their heads a lot today. Hi, my name is Patrick. And what my wish would be is to meet the Mandalorian and Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Me too. I'd love that. This is the way. I love all that stuff. Mando. Hi, Jim, Jim and Nobby. My name is Kieran. And if I had one wish, I would get a horse. Bye. Very good. That is great stuff, kids. Thank you very much. Lovely selection. A wide range of... uh, Wishes there, dish the dirt. You go from wishes to dishes next. So, as I mentioned earlier, uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, the new trailer, gives a glimpse at Darth Vader and much, much more. They're coming. So there's a, there's these there's these lads and lassies in this in this Obi Wan show, right? Yeah. And I didn't know anything about them, right? So I only I only find out from uh, other experts and from watching explainer videos. By the way, if you're into anything. Watch the explainer experts. They show you all the Easter eggs of, for anything, Marvel, anything at all. All these experts know what they're talking about and you'll find out all this other stuff you didn't know. In the trailer, you'll see these, this guy with a huge, he's like a big white giant bulbous head. He's evil looking and he is evil. And they, he's, part, he's the leader of the Inquisitors. So basically, you know the story. So Luke Skywalker's only a little fella. Obi-Wan Kenobi's keeping him safe in the distance. He's, he's living in the rocks, waiting for Luke Skywalker to grow up so he can turn him into a Jedi. And they know that there's this fellow with the Force. So the Inquisitors land on the planet looking to get everybody. And this is before even Darth Vader gets into it. And they're even better. Here's the trailer. They're coming. Stay hidden. Or we will not survive. Leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. You can't run, Obi-Wan! You can't escape him! <laughs> so in the trailer, right? You see the, the bits of You see the bits of Darth Vader's armor being put on, but you don't see him yet. Wow. It is class looking. It's gonna be out very soon, and a lot of people are talking about it. May 27th, just in case you're counting. <laughs> are you a fan, Jim? I've a fan, I'm a fan of a li- I'm a little of little friends who are fans ah, as well. brilliant. So, I love that, I love that. Oh man, the excitement. Um, Charlie Puth is uh, opening up like never before. The 30-year-old singer-songwriter released the music video for That's Hilarious on Wednesday, which was directed by Matthew Daniel Siskin, 
The song was co-written by long-term, long-term collaborator Jay Cash and explores the pain of feeling betrayed by a breakup. You didn't love when you had me, but now you need me so badly. You can't be serious. That's hilarious. Thinking I would still want you after the things you put me through. Yeah, you're delirious. That's hilarious. You didn't love when you had me, but now you need me so badly. You can't be serious. So if you're a fan of Charlie Puth in the yeah. looks in the looks uh, genre, oh, yeah. go on to his Instagram because he's baiting us all. He's topless, he's knickerless, he's <laughs> bootsless, and he's everything less he, over the last while. He knows what he's doing. He's a, I think he's a bit of a musical genius. I, I when like I've, I've seen some of his TikToks and stuff like that. He's good. And uh, speaking to Kelly Clarkson, Jake Johnson from New Girl has ex- said that he experienced meeting Prince on the set of New Girl when they were filming it. And uh, it was he was responsible for the romance, the romance scenes. He was kind of where you are, and I'm here. And then I saw him look at me, and he said to Zoe, "I would like to meet Nick now." <laughs> oh, he called you Nick. And Zoe looked at me, and obviously, whatever Prince wants. He's so she looked at him like, "Yeah." So she walked over, and she's like, "Hey, Nick, come over here." And I was like, "Hey," and I met Prince, and he was as nice as it gets. And he wanted to live in the reality of the show, and he wanted Nick and Jess to be together. So he said to he'll do the show if he could help them get together, and he got to live Wait, a little fancy. Wait, he changed the narrative of the story. He, I love that. He wanted them together, and we wanted Prince. Prince is so powerful. Prince is, I mean, the best. That was a great episode. If you never, if you ever found a new girl, that is a brilliant episode. That is your dish. Dublin's F four. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and we can now zoom into. It looks like some kind of. Man cave, and it's Jason Manford. Is it a studio? It's just my office, Just it? your office. Just my office, yeah. Looking good. Yes, just random a collection of stuff and, uh, you know, just a quiet part of the house, basically. Now, everyone knows you from your stand-up. It's fantastic. Uh, your TV shows. But I have to thank you. There was one morning I was randomly looking for something to listen to. And it was one of your shows, your radio shows. And it was with Peter Kay. Oh, uh, right, yeah. I had such a laugh that morning. It was an hour oh, of gold. Good. The two of yeah. you just bouncing off each other. Um, yeah, he's great, Pete. He's you sound great. like you're great friends. Yeah, we've known each other a long time. Um, gosh, must be twenty, nearly twenty-five years. So it's been a, a, a hell of a, a hell of a, a ride. Um, he's just, a, he's just an absolute legend, isn't he? What, a, yeah. what a treasure. So yeah, I'm not hopefully, uh, hopefully back, back himself soon as well doing stand up. So keep, keep your eye out for yeah, his, his fingers talk. crossed. Not that he need, not that he needs you to buy his no, ticket no. as much as I do. No, exactly. Well, let's back to you. More importantly, <laughs> yeah. if he wants to talk to us, get, give exactly. him our number. He can come on the show, yeah. The Like Me Tour. Now, yes. what is it about? Okay, Jim Joe, I'm going to be honest with you here. Be honest here. Do not invest too much in that title. Okay. <laughs> is this one of these things where your agent says we need a title? Yeah, like me? Basically. Okay. Yeah, essentially. I had a couple of ideas about it. I thought, oh, that might be quite fun. That's a good title. And then, of course, a pandemic hit and meant that most of the world went through a similar thing, which is so rare, you know, in, in human history. And mm. so rare for a comic to be on stage talking about things that pretty much 99% of the audience have, have experienced, you know. So, uh, yeah, so it was a, it was a big... A big thing to happen. So I do sort of go through it all a little bit, and we do a good sort of half an hour or so, just going, "What have we just lived through? The madness of it all." Speaking of madness, Twitter. I mean, you mm. get you get some amount of muppets having a pop, and oh, your 
not to be messed with. You like you, you pop it. back. It's like it's like heckle, heckler practice. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's, it's like what are you doing? Like you won't pass. You won't go past Tyson Fury and give him a dig. No. Do you know what I mean? Like that's just why would you why would you say something to a comedian? So no, I don't mind it really. But yeah, load quite a few uh, quite a few muppets on there, and I, I probably I probably encourage it a bit too much to be honest. I probably shouldn't, but I just I can't help it. Somebody presses your buttons, Jim Jim, and it's that's it. It's, you've got to go for it. So yeah, it's um it's a it's a it's a cesspool of a place, isn't it? It is, but um, I like I think you've got the right idea where you you'll put people back in their boxes and then take the weekend yeah. off. Hey, see see everybody. Yeah. You you reckon my head's too much? I'm gone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I must say a lot of that is like I'll be on a train for two hours or back of a car or whatever for an hour or something, and I just you know it sort of passes the time. Yeah, it's quite a fun thing to do to pass the time. But I am able to turn it off and 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 sort of get on with my day, and I don't let it uh, bother me too much. But I gotta say, I'm glad I'm not 14. Uh, and oh, yeah. dealing with social media like that would be a, a wreck, a head wreck. It really would. So, and you have to protect your kids from that now, down the line. Oh, I mean, I mean, my kids are on my well, my oldest girls are on TikTok, and uh, I'm on TikTok myself. Generally, I just put the odd video to say dinner's ready. Okay. Uh, come down. That's the only way I can actually talk to my own children. So, yeah, yeah it's a, it's a, oh, it's a. It's a hell of a thing, but um, sort of a necessary evil, really. Now, being off stage for so long, I mean, you, you've been on our screens and obviously on radio and you're, you're still doing what you do, but mm. that muscle of stand-up, I mean, yeah. how do you keep, how, how do you, how do you keep on top of that? Is it just, it just rest, do you forget how to do it? Yeah, I mean, I've got to say, you know, there was a, I was worried coming back. I talk about it in the show about being nervous, you know, when, yeah. I, when I started back in sort of August, September, it'd been a good sort of couple of years. Um, and I'd not really done it before. I'd had a bit of time off before I did a musical and stuff. So I'd not done something. Before. So it was a good three years, really. But what was nice, you know, I've got some mates of, you know, there's little comedians, WhatsApp groups, you know, and you sort of have a little chat. And, you know, I remember John Bishop was sort of saying he was, go- he was going back to some, to the clubs just to try and uh, work out, you know, what way, what, which way to face and how to use a microphone again. And you know what I mean? Like it did, it did generally, like we all went back to like open spots. Like, how do you do this again? So, but the other thing was, is that the audience were also out of practice. Right. They'd not been an audience for two years either. So we were all sort of in it together. They were just delighted they, to see you. Yeah, they were so happy. Almost too happy, to be honest, Jim. And there was a moment where I remember coming off stage. I don't know what geek it was now. I came <laughs> off stage and I, I said to my tour manager, I said, I said, good. And I, I'm hilarious. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? He went, did you hear that tonight? He went, he said, they've had no live entertainment for two years. Just temper yourself. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> of course, that'll be it. And has that calmed down over the last couple of months or is yeah, it still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's become a bit more it's normal. Not... But obviously within that time, the show's got better and right, okay. tighter and funnier. You know what I mean? So, But it was, a, it was nice to come back to people desperate for entertainment rather than sort of arms folded, yes. staring at you. Also, you know, one hand on the phone because obviously nobody watches TV without also sort of scrolling at the same time. Yeah. So it takes a long time to get people retrained back into concentrating on something for an hour and a half. And is it somewhere deep within you that you miss that World Cup uh, winning goal cheer when you come out? <laughs> it's like, this is a normal <laughs> yeah. cheer tonight. Yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. Did you not miss me? <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously my uh, ego is dented, but uh, no, it's, it's it's just been lovely to, to, to get back out, to be honest, and, and, and see people. Yeah, well, look, we're looking forward to seeing you. You're going to be in the Town Hall Theatre in Galway, which will be hopping on the 16th, 17th in the Cork Opera House, and then Vicar Street here in Dublin, 
on the 18th. Yeah. Have you done Vicar Street before? Yeah, play okay. every tour. It's the one where because my family are from uh, Dublin. Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, it's 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 the it's the one place where to be honest, I I am um, that my grandparents are from Cabra West and oh uh, cool, well, this is a homecoming so, gig. Yeah, so but what ends up happening is like even now I'm looking at the numbers. I think there's like I think it holds like twelve hundred. There's two hundred tickets left, something like that. Yeah, and uh, I had my uncle ring me up this morning. He was like. He said, "Are you uh, you're coming to Dublin soon?" I the figure the accent. He goes, "You come to Indian? Dublin?" I said, "Yeah." He's, he went, he's Indian, man. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't be that guy. He said, "You're coming to Dublin." I could really That's go. That's pretty for good. It. That's pretty good. And uh, he said, "I said, yeah." I said, "I'm doing the radio this morning. Actually, I'm just trying to sell these last few tickets." He, went, he said, "I'll sell them." Yeah. I said, "No, no, I don't need you to do it. I don't need you to because I get phone calls from like cousins who I've not heard from for like 15 years going." Go, and, then, and you know, over here they go, oh, can I just get a couple of tickets for the show? I go, yeah, and I'll sort you out. Here, here in, in Dublin they go, I need 45. <laughs> I'm like, how? how did... <laughs> I need upstairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so the, I, I, I probably don't even need to do these interviews, really. I probably could fill the rest uh, with the family. Yeah, but, I think uh, uh, nice the name Jason Manford, they pretty much sell themselves. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I'd say as we speak, they're gone. So Jason Manford, if you are lucky enough totally. to get one, he'll be in Vicar Street on the 18th and he's in Cork and Galway as well. Great to talk to you, man. Yeah, I love it to talk to you. Take care. No worries. Cheers, Jason. That was bye, brilliant. Bye, bye. The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104. Thanks for listening to FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device.